last night we got up to, we were on the top of 52A. And what we were describing is the different ways that different Tanayim held that the Kohen Gadol would walk into the Kodesh HaKadashim, into the Holy of Holies on Yom Kippur. Did they walk in between the menorah and the Mizbeach? Did they walk in between the Shulchan the table and the Mizbeach? Exactly how they came in. So we are on the fourth line on 52a, Nun Beis Amad Aleph. Amar Reb Nassan, Reb Nassan says, Amatraxan, right? The Amatraxan is the wall that is one Amma thick, that was the separation between the holy and the holy of holies in the first temple, right? So this Amatraxan was an actual wall made out of stone in between mm. and holy of holies. It took up one Amma thick. The Chachamim were not certain as to the status of that wall. Is it considered to be like the Holy of Holies, or is it considered to be like the Holy, like the Heichal, right outside of it? Ravina. Ravina asks a question. What are you talking about? My time, what's the reason that they were in doubt about it? Is it because it is written in the Torah? Right in the Malachim in Kings, and the house that the King Shlomo built for God, Shishim Ama Arko, sixty Amas long, and twenty Amas wide, Ushloshim Ama Kamasai, and thirty Amas tall, Viksiv, and it's also written, and the house, in other words, the the Hechal in front of it. Um, that the, the, sorry, the house in me before the, the Hecha, before the sanctuary was 40 Amas long. Exiv, and it's also written, and in front of the sanctuary, which is 20 Amas long, and 20 Amas wide, and 20 Amas tall. It is a cube. And we don't know that the, if the Amma of the wall is considered to be part of the 20, which is the holy, or part of the 40, which is, sorry, part of the 20, which is the holy of holies, or part of the 40, which is the holy. So in other words, the assumption is either we have 19 Amas past the wall in the holy of holies, or we have 39 Amas past the wall in the holy, and 20 Amas in the holy of holies. And perhaps you're not certain which one it is. The Gemara says, Ravina says, I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe when we counted to 20 and the 40, it wasn't really counting the, the wall itself. It was counting 20 or 40, excluding the wall. The And when we count the 20 and 40, we're only referring to the open spaces. We're not counting the, the walls, right? That doesn't become part of the space of the 20 and 40. Teda, I'll bring you a proof. It's not true. Whenever we count the walls, we always counted the walls separately. As we learned in the Mishnah. Ha-hechal mea al mea. The hechal was 100 by 100 amas. The room mea, 100 amas tall. Kaisal ulam chamesh. The wall of the ulam, which is the hall leading into the, right before you came into the hechal, into the holies, there was a hall. That hall was five amas thick. The ulam achas esrei. And the ulam itself was 50, was 11. So the wall was five. The, the actual ulam, the actual hall was 11. The wall of the Hechal, of the holies, was six thick. And it's the, the interior of the Hechal was 40 Amos. The Amma Traxon, and then the wall of the, of the Traxon, of the partition, was also one Amma. The Chaf Amma, and then there was, the Holy of Holies was 
20 amos space in the Holy of Holies. The wall of the Heichal is six. The Hatash and the wall, the, the, the Tah, which is like a, a chamber, is also six. The Koysal Hatah Hamesh and the wall of the Tah was five. Ella Kedushase Ikalafnim Ikalachats. So Ravina is establishing that there is no doubt that it is not considered to be part of the holy or part of the holy of holies. It is clear. The holy was 20 amas. The holy of, I'm sorry, the holy was 40 amas. The holy of holies was 20 amas. The amatraction was neither in the holy or in the holy of holies. So we're not trying to establish what was it physically located in. We're trying to establish what was its level of kedusha, what was its level of sanctity. Is it considered to be the sanctity of the same sanctity as the holy of holies or the sanctity of the holy? That was the only question that we had here. The Hainu da Amar Rabbi Yechanan, this is what Rabbi Yechanan said. Boy Yosef ish Hutzal. So Yosef, the man of Hutzal, asked the question. Udvir b'seicha bias mifnima hakin letzitein sham es aroin bris Hashem. There's a pasuk in Malachim, and it says a devir. Devir over here means the, the typically it means a, like a, a sanctuary or like the, the holy place. And over here, what we understand is that the Devere is referring to the separation, the partition between the Holy and the Holy of Holies. And it was inside of the house. Inside of which he was going to place the Aron of Hashem, right? The Ark of the Covenant of God. So the Gemara, now Yesi Ish Hutzal asks a question. And after we express this question, then we're going to get back to the answer of what exactly, why it was that they were uncertain as to the status of this area. He asked the question, how do you read this Pasuk? And there was a devir, a partition, in the inside of the house, and from within, he made up to put the ark in that area. So in other words, is the devir considered, the partition considered to be part of the Holy of Holies? And you should read it as, the devir was inside of that house that he was going to put the partition, the, the ark into. Or perhaps you read it as, this is how you read it. Right? So the devir, I'm sorry, the other way around. I said it wrong. The devir was inside of the house. In the second way of reading, the devir itself, the partition was inside of the Holy of Holies. In the first way of reading, the, the partition was the partition to the inside of which was an area in which the ark was located. So depending on where you put that comma, it has a very different meaning. And that was his question. And because that was his question, it's a similar question to what our sages are asking. Is it the status of the inside or the status of the outside? The Gemara says, one second, was there any doubt as to the status of this? In other words, specifically, did he actually have a question as to how to read this verse? Tanya, we learned in a Raisa. Isi ben Yehuda, Isi ben Yehuda, we don't know at this point who Isi ben Yehuda is, but I'm going to let you guys in on a secret. Isi ben Yehuda is the same person as Yoshi, as Yossi uh, Hutzal. Okay? So Isi ben Yehuda says, Chamesh Torah, there are five verses in the Torah, Ein lahen hechra. I, I don't know how to read them. Five verses are Se'es, right? Se'es is the Pesach, the Pesach Chatas Rovets. To the to the outside, uh, uh, your, the the sin crouches, right? And if you do well, imtativ seis, right? Imtativ, if you do well, seis, right? So where do you put this word? Where do you put the comma? Do you say imtativ, then seis, 
katas, right? Intative, if you do well, okay, good. But if not, se'ace, then you will actually sin and then you will be need to carry the sin yourself, right? That could be what se'ace means. Or perhaps you read it as imtative se'ace, that if you do well, there will be forgiving. But if you do not do well, right, then the Pesach katas rovates. Then at the door of your house, the, the evil inclination waits. So we're not sure where to put that, that uh, the comma. And again, by Mishukadim. Mishukadim are the almonds, right? So this is referring to the, the building of the menorah. And it's not clear how the menorah was built. Another word that we have, a similar word, it says machar, machar tomorrow. So when it says machar tomorrow, it's saying that Moshe Rabbeinu was telling Yeshua he should go out and fight with the Amalekis the next day. And it's not clear, is he saying machar tomorrow, you should go out and fight with the Amalekis? Or is he saying that tomorrow you should go out and fight with Amalekis and tomorrow I will be on the hill. Another verse. Arur, it also says that they will be cursed. This is when Yaakov, before Yaakov dies, he gives these blessings to his children. And he's talking about Shimon. And he says that in their anger, they will be cursed. Once again, unclear exactly where the comma should be. Vikam, another idea that right before um, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu dies, Hashem is telling him, Vikam, and you will get up. It's not clear if he's saying you're going to die and then get up exactly what the verse tries to mean. So the Gemara says, Yossi is uh, this individual. Isi ben Yehuda is the individual at five different verses in the Torah. He did not know how to read exactly where to punctuate it. But Yossi uh, ben Hutzal is saying that there's another verse he doesn't know how to read. Well, why is he adding an additional one to the first list? But Tanya, who Yosef Ish Hutzal, who Yosef Ababli, the fellow whose name is Yosef Ish Hutzal is also the fellow whose name is Yosef Ababli. Who Isi ben Yehuda, his name is also Isi ben Yehuda. Who Isi ben Gur Arye? He's also Isi, the son of Gur Arye of the lion cub. Who Isi ben Gamliel? He's also Isi, the son of Gamliel. Who Isi ben Mahalalel? He is also Isi, the son of Mahalalel. Umash Shemay, what was his name? Isi ben Akiva Shemay. Isi, the son of Akiva. So what do we see? We see that how could you tell me he wasn't uncertain how to read a verse in the Torah? He told us there's only five verses he's uncertain about. This is not one of them. When it comes to the Torah verses, there's no other verses he was uncertain where to put the comma. But when it comes to the prophets, the verses in the prophets, indeed, there were more about which he was uncertain. And is it true that he was uncertain about no other verses in the Torah and every other verse he was clear about? There are others. The boy Rev asked the question. And he sent away the young men of Israel, and they brought up these Ola offerings. Kvasim. They were kvasim, which are, um, it doesn't mean kvasim, which are lambs, right? Um, and then they brought kvasim, and then they also brought shlamim offerings, right? Peace offerings, which were axes. Or do we say that both the first sacrifices and the second sacrifices are all um, oxen and not uh, kvasim? Rav Chizda had a question about this. So we're not trying to say that there have been people throughout the ages who are uncertain about different verses in the Torah. We're not saying that every Amora was the same. But Isi ben Yehuda happened to have had five different verses in the actual five books of Moshe, which he was uncertain about. There's a lot to talk about these five verses, but not in Tafiomi context. And, and there were verses in the prophets about which he was also uncertain, but none, no more in the Torah itself. Continuing the Mishnah, so we're continuing to describe the Kohen Gadol's process, and now we're discussing as he's getting closer and closer into the, into the Holy of Holies. The, the, the curtain, the outer curtain that was uh, on the side of the, um, of the holy, right? Because now we're no longer talking about the Amatraxin period, as the Gemara will explain. We're talking about the second temple period in which there were two curtains, 
One was abutting the holy. Then there was an ama of empty space, right? One cubit. And then there was one more curtain that was abutting the interior into the holy of holies. The outside one was open from the south, upanimus, and the interior one, minat safan, was open from the north. Mahalach benen, he would walk in from the south side, ad shem until he reached the north side. Egil safan, if he reached the north side, hofech panav ladaram, he turns around to the south, Mahalach the Smile and walks inside the Holy of Holies, right next to the curtain, the Smile Imaparechas. On the left is the curtain. Until he reaches the place where the Aaron is located. When he reaches the place where the Aaron is located, he puts the, the, uh, the fire pan in between the two Badim. The Badim are the special poles that are attached to the Aaron, that these poles that were placed on the Aaron for the sake of moving it in the desert, they never leave even after they build a temple. And now they're located in the temple, they still do not take these badim off. So he places the fire pan in between those two poles. Tzavar has secretary he piles up the incense upon these coals. And the entire house becomes full of smoke, the delicious smell of these incense burning. Yatsa, he comes out, goes out, Bederach basically sasay, exactly the way that he came in with his back towards the exit. So he does not turn around and put his back towards the ark. He walks out facing towards the ark. When he goes out, he davens a short prayer when he goes into the Kodesh. Now remember, no one is located anywhere in the Heichal. There, nobody is located anywhere in the interior parts of the temple at all when the service is taking place. So he did not want to daven a long prayer. at Israel, so as not to make Israel frightened. Right. So, well, how would he make Israel frightened? Because if he if he takes too long in davening, people will think that perhaps he died when located in the inside part. Now, uh, some people say. That, uh, I think many people have this vision in their head, the Midrash, it, it might be an apocryphal Midrash, that there was like a chain attached to the Kohen Gadol, and if he didn't make it out, and if he died in the Holy of Holies, they would be able to pull him out from that chain. But it, it is an apocryphal Midrash, because as we're reading right here, that chain would have had to be very, very, very long, because nobody was even located anywhere in the Heichal, which is 40 amas long, which is either 60 to 80 feet long. So we'd have to have a chain that was, you know, maybe 80, 100 feet long attached to his leg. They have to start like pulling. Either way, this midrash is apocryphal. But people would be afraid that perhaps he would die. If he took too long to come out, they would indeed come in to check on him. And sometimes he would be dead. But Maya Skina, the Gemara tells us, what exactly is the case over here? Are we talking about the first base of Mekdash time period, first temple period, or the second temple period? Elim of Mekdash, Rishayin, if we're talking about the first temple period, we have a Peruchas, was there a, a curtain separating between the interior and the exterior? So Ella, but Mekdash and then it must be to the second temple period when there was a curtain separating between the Holy and the Holy of Holies. Me have a Aaron. Was there a Aaron? Was there a Ark located in the Holy of Holies in the second temple period? But Tanya, we learned in a Brisa. When the Aaron was hidden by King Yoshio, he also hid the flask containing within it the man, which is the mana. And a little bit left of the Shemana um, Mishra, which is the anointing oil that Moshe had prepared. And the staff of Aaron. The staff of Aaron that had with it its shkedim, the, the almond blossoms, right, that will happen in Parashat Korach, next week's Torah portion, special miraculous um, staff. The Argash Shigru Pelishtim Doiran Aleke Israel, and a special chest that the Pelishtim had sent as a gift to Hashem after their incident with the hemorrhoids and the mice 
you got to read the, the, the Navi to, to hear more about that story, but cool story, definitely recommend it. Shinemar, as it says, and these vessels of gold that they have returned to him, they should be as a chattis offering, should be kept in a container by its side. And they sent it, basically, they, they, they steal the Aaron and they get punished with this terribly uh, vile punishment that they have. It's hemorrhoids and mice are eating their hemorrhoids. So as a way to atone for it when they recognize their sin, so they actually make uh, gold models of the mice and the hemorrhoids and they send it back together with the Aaron Kodesh when they send it back to the Jewish people. And we actually end up putting them into, uh, we keep them in the Holy of Holies together with uh, everything else in the Holy of Holies. Now, Umi Gonzu, who hid them? Who uh, hid them away? Yeshio Gonzu, Yeshio hid them away. Mara, what did he see that made him want to hide them? Shikansu. Hashem will bring you and the king you have set over you. Ahmad, when he read this and realized what's going to happen, that there will be exile, the guns will be hired. It says, He says to the Levim who teach all of Israel who are holy to God, put the Aaron in the house in which Shlomo Amelech built. Put the Aaron HaKodesh in the house which Shlomo HaMelech built for the people of Israel. No longer will it be going on your shoulders. Serve now Hashem your God, and his people. It says Shama over here, and it says Shama over there. Shama means there. For Asya Deiris, Deiris, it says Deiris, generations in one place, it says Deiris in another, gener- another, another place. For Asya Mishmeris, Mishmeris, and it says for a safeguard and for a safeguard, two different places. Teach you that all of these things are similar and that all of these things were hidden away by Yeshio. So it must be that what we're referring to here, the Gemara is asking like this. In the first temple period, there was a wall in between the holy and holy of homes. In the second temple period, there was no Aaron. The Aaron was hidden away in Yoshio in the first temple period. So what's going on over here? You're giving us an anachronistic text. You're telling us that they would walk in between the two curtains and then they would place the fire pan down by the Aaron. There was no Aaron if there was a curtain. It's a catch-22. You have to say it was the second temple period. What does it mean when he says that he came to the Aaron? To the ark, Makam Aron, the place where the ark was originally found. What do you mean? Nasan It says that he put the machta in between the two sticks, in between the two poles. The implication is that there actually were two poles. Amas Say he put it in a place where the two poles had been, but not actually in between the two poles because they weren't there anymore. The ark had been hidden away. He piles up the keteris, the incense, on top of the coals. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. We see from here, like the one who says that we, we mentioned on Mem um, test a couple of blad ago, we learned a dispute. Does he put the coals piled up in like one place or does he spread them out, right? The question was, does he, do we want the fire to go quickly or the fire to go slowly? We see from here that he piles it up in a heap. And one Bryce has said, now we're discussing something else. One Bryce says that he piles it up on the inner side, which means closer, that, um, closer to the ark, that is further away from him. And the other Bryce says, he puts it up on the outside side, starting from there, that is closer to him. The question is like this, when you're piling up the incense to make the smoke go up in the sky, do you start the pile from the interior side in other words, closer, further away from you, put it on the coals and then come closer to you? 
Or do you start from the exterior side closer to you and then slowly put it in front of you? If you start from the external side, then as you put the, the incense down, there's gonna be a lot of steam and it's not gonna feel so comfortable. So what we're gonna say is right now that Babaya is gonna make the argument that there, that should prove to us that you start from the outside and come back towards yourself. Amr Abaya Tanayi, it's really much like Tanayi. But Amr Abaya and Abaya says, it makes sense like the one who says that you put it on the interior side, which is further away from you, closer to the temp, to the ark. Further away from him. We learned in a Mishnah. We teach him, be careful. Do not start right in front of you by piling right in front of you first, because if you pile it right in front of you, it's going to be burning, and the fire will come up and singe you. So therefore, start further away from you and slowly spill it out while coming towards yourself and therefore not causing yourself to get burnt at all. Okay, we're stopping over here. Tomorrow night, we're going to be in person again, in person and, uh, and on Zoom as well, um, in, in the JSN with Talent afterwards. So everyone is welcome and invited. We also, uh, we started recently, um, there's some scotch also, some good scotch too, together with the Talent. So if anybody's interested in having scotch, Talent and Torah learning, you're welcome to come learn in person, but if you cannot make it in person, we will be on Zoom as well. Okay, take care, everyone. Be well. Good night. Yeah.